I never forget a face. I know you don't. And in years to come, you might find yourself revisiting a few, but just the old favorites, eh? You were curious about this painting, I think. I acquired it in remarkable circumstances. Eh? What do you make of the title? Well, which title this too? No more. Or Gallifrey Falls. Oh, you see, that's where everybody's wrong. It's all one title. Gallifrey Falls No More. Now, oh, what would you think that means? Eh? Well, everybody, it's, it's been a few years since we've had Trevor. Yep. We introduced Trevor to Citizen Frame. And we didn't do a 200th episode. So, what better way... <laughs> Fuck me. To do, <laughs> <laughs> to do a 200th episode than with the one show that I think all of us are experts on now. Thanks to Trevor. <laughs> so let's talk Doctor Who. It's finally happened. Yeah. Yes, it has. You know, it's kind of funny. I never wanted to visit Doctor Who, but... I'm a kind soul. <laughs> so, even I confess that without laughing. So I say, okay, pick at least one that was almost like a full-length feature. Right? So we can kind of stick with the movie theme. Uh, so he picked one, and I got a copy, but the picture didn't match the, the one I was watching. So I end up... Long story short, having watched like three hours of fucking Doctor Who, <laughs> to find the right one. And the one I watched was called Time of the Doctor. And it was the one where Matt Smith says goodbye. Yes. He regenerates. Yes. Yeah. So, however, it was a pleasant... I can't believe I'm that word. How... Doctor Who non-fans, it was a good episode to watch because it did give you a bunch of facts about Doctor Who. So I, where he's from, I found out how many Doctors there can be, etc., etc. So it was a, uh, what do you call it? The Doctor Who for Dummies episode. <laughs> where, you know, if you don't know it, it's no, my, no, yeah. If you guys want to know about Doctor Who, Time of the Doctor would be a good one to jump into. It's easy watch, and then you can start watching you know, Doctor Who's whatever. But yeah, so I got something out of watching that one. You um, read the Daleks and the Cybermen. There's there's lots of um, villains as well, and that like for um you know like the Silence. Yes, stuff. yes, you you spotted like the, the C3PO's. Those were the Cybermen, right? Yes. And yes, then Doctor the Who had his buddy sidekick, who's just a head, called Handles. Yes, yes. See? I like Handles. Oh, yeah, see? I, <laughs> I actually got a little... I, I felt sorry for him when, when Handles dies. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's emotional. Yeah. I didn't like that. I just knew him for 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it's funny when you watch sci-fi movies. We always care about the robots. 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's it's like if you're watching like a horror film or, or any type of film, and um, there's people getting killed left, right, and center, you don't give a shit. But then if like somebody like harms a dog, or if it's a science fiction film, a robot, you're like, oh no, not not you know, <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I was introduced to Jenna Coleman, who's just a beautiful girl. Yep. Uh, very talented. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, uh, also, Karen Gillan is in that one very briefly. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, yeah, the Scottish, the Scottish lass. Yes. Um, from Guardians is in it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's like, in those but, ones with the Rock, is it? Um, were they like in a video game? Jumanji. The Jumanji, the Jumanji film. film. Yeah. But yeah, like you mentioned, numerous, 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 numerous times on this podcast, a lot of actors have come from Doctor yes. Who. Um, kind of like you mentioned again, Australia has neighbors. <laughs> the English the have classic. Doctor Who. Um, we have, I'd probably say like Star Trek would be ours. Yeah. Or or Mash might be a good one too. Those long running programs mm-hmm. introduce us to a lot of up and coming talent. So let's talk. Here we go, folks. Doctor Who. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Doctor Who is a British science fiction television series broadcast by the BBC since 1963. And that aired on November 23rd at 5.15 p.m. Ooh, you impressed there? Oh, yeah. yes. Absolutely. That's, there you go. Yeah. The series depicts the adventures, of, the adventures of a Time Lord called the Doctor, an extraterrestrial being who appears to be human. The Doctor explores the universe in time-traveling spaceship called the TARDIS. There you go. There's your pretty much your the lowdown. I got a series of questions, by the way. So that's where you're going to be. Oh, I, I, I'm waiting on them. Yeah. All right. So here we go. The Doctors from 1963 to 1966. We had a man called William Hartnell. Uh, you know, died quite young, 67. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, he, he was only like in his 50s when he played the Doctor, but he looked much older. Yeah. Um, Patrick Troughton was from 66 to 69. Yep. Um, his claim to fame, well, I looked all these up. You're welcome. Um, very <laughs> Shakespearean trained. But his claim, to, I knew I recognized him. The Omen. Father Brennan and the Omen. Yep. yep. The tormented and priest. He was also, um, he played in quite a few, uh, what do you call them? Ray uh, uh, Harry, Harry Housen films. Yes, yes. He was in the yes. Sinbad films. Yes, that's right. Yes. I was a, and we know John Pertwee. I like to know him as Sean's dad. Yeah. He was from 1970, 1974. The one I'm very familiar with because my brother Paul, Tom Baker, who was 74 to 81. We've got Peter Davidson from 81 to 84. And we got Colin Baxter from 84 to 86. Colin Baker, yep. We've got Sylvester McCoy. And from 87 to 89, we did mention him in his horrible performance in Rob Zombie's The Monsters. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I know you did. Unbelievable. We got Paul McCann from just 96. He was in Alien 3. I knew I recognized him. Yes. We got Christopher Eccleston. El- El- I can never pronounce his last name. El- Eccleston. Eccleston, 2005. Yep. He's always going to be the fucking great role in Shallow Grave. Yes. Um, the man himself, the one I love to see in anything he does, David Tennant, was 2005 to 2010. In fact, his performance... In Fright Night is brilliant. He makes that film. Him and Colin Farrell. 
Um, and we'll probably get into an argument with this one, Trevor, down the road when we do it. But it yep. is better than the original. Whoa, whoa. Sacrilege. Yes, I know. Yeah. And then Matt Smith from 2010-2013. And then we got Peter Capaldi yeah. from 2013-2017. Jody Whitaker from 2017. She was cute. And the new guy, I'm going to butcher this, new Cody Gatwa. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Now, here we go. Yeah, I, I, I was introduced to, I mentioned this before, I talked to in the early 80s with Tom Baker's character. Um, I remember the big scarf. Yeah. Now, in watching this, I I will say this, the, and you would be better to answer this one, but just seeing David Tennant, Matt Smith, and, well, I'm thinking that was John Hurt was Doc 2 in that one. Um, and then you've got Tom Baker. Those are the ones I know now. Yeah. And they yeah. all have, so one, the- they have one thing in common. They're very yeah. manic. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, well, well, the Doctor is a sort of manic character. And just to confirm to the listeners, we're actually doing Day of the Doctor, the 50th anniversary special. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that. It's just a series of questions yeah. before we get into that. Yeah, yeah the Doctor is basically, the, the Doctor's personality is he's very, very clever, but he's also very eccentric and funny. But he also has a very, very dark side. Um, as we see in this um, episode from the special from 2013. Now, you know, you know do you know that all these, because I've, I've seen Tom Baker, I remember his character, and I obviously these last two. So, you know what they're, they're like a manic Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there's that um, clever, eccentric sort of, yeah, yeah. Okay, now let me ask you this, and we're not talking about the new one we just you just mentioned. We're talking about time of the doctor right now. They yes. mentioned because he di- she he dies. Yes, the doctor dies and takes another form. Yes, I got a couple questions here. He regenerates yeah. first of all, and then Peter Cabaldi came up, right? Yeah, and then there's Clara mm-hmm. saying. And he asked Clara, "How do I drive this thing? Or how do you, yes. you know how to drive this thing?" So when you when there's a new body, they don't remember. No, no, no. They do remember th- their previous lives, but they, um, whenever they regenerate, they're very confused and they're all over the place. So um, you know, you were talking about them being manic. They're even more manic. So for the first episode or two with the new Doctor, yes, they do remember their pr- previous lives, but they're it's it's like trauma. They went through a trauma. Okay, so does Jenna Coleman come back as Clara? With yes, Peter? she she for, for she was Peter Capaldi's um, companion for yeah. It just runs into itself, you know what I mean? All right, so is uh, that Matt Smith? So in Peter Capaldi, that is Matt Smith too. Yes, yes, they're the, 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 basically Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi. They are the same character, playing the same character that William Hartnell played in nineteen sixty three. It's All the same right. person. So in the movie we're about to talk about, yes. Was John Hurt a doctor? Yes. Yes, he was. All right. There we go. That's my question. Yes. The reason I'm asking you this, I'm doing a head count. Yeah. All right. John Hurt came between the Sylvester. I'm sorry. Sorry. John Hurt came between the Paul McGann and the Christopher Eccleston um, doctors. He actually, whenever the series was off the air, um, he's between that. So he is. 13, the reason I'm asking you this, because in the episode I watched, as he's dying, yeah. or knows he's going to die, 
He yes. says they can only do this 13 times. Yes. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yes, I know. And I've got the answer for your question. In okay. that same episode, um, whenever he's about to die for good, or so you think, then like the portal opens and the Time Lords from Gallifrey appear and they grant him a brand new cycle of regenerations, um, which is basically another 12 regenerations, 13 ah, lives. Ah, okay. So one night fix. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but right. I would say with the, I mean, we don't have to get down this rabbit hole, but um, with the latest um, sort of doctor, the Judy Whittaker doctor, the writing, which was absolutely atrocious, it was a true nadir for the show, um, they basically totally messed with all of this backstory and, and that needs fixed in itself. So I suppose with 60 years, you're going to get a lot of sort of, inconsist- you're going to get a few inconsistencies, but um, whenever the Jodie Whittaker Doctor um, took over, there was this um, episode where it basically rewrote the Doctor's back history, which really pissed off a lot of fans, including me. Um, you know, so yeah, but but we're not here to talk about the, the Jodie era, um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about the what I consider the real Doctor Who. You know, okay. and again, none to do with there being a woman. But um, yeah, it's okay. Everybody, if you take anything from this podcast. Trevor's a sexist pig. <laughs> not at all. They should have cast an older woman, someone like Judy Dench. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that one. Uh, poor Judy, I don't think you do it anymore. She's going blind, I think, or something like that. Oh, I should do. Helen Mirren. Yeah, someone like her, someone with gravitas, and also ha- they should have hired proper actual adult um, science fiction writers. But anyway, that's a whole different podcast. All that's right. for the talk. Yeah. So I did my research. Um, I, the only thing I know about Doctor Who is basic stuff, but is the TARDIS. So I, I looked up TARDIS. Yes. Do you know what TARDIS stands for? Yes. What's Time for? and relative dimension in space. Damn. Do you think you get that one? <laughs> okay. All right. Why is it bigger inside than the out? Uh, it's the basically Time Lord technology. Um, so it is. Uh, Damn it. The, I yeah. didn't have Time Lord on here. Shit. Okay. Thought I got you in that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And don't Google it. You got like a half a second to answer it. Go ahead. Why does it wheeze and groan when it's coming in? That's the engines. Yeah, but why does it do it? Um, I, I, well, that's just the sound of the engines. No, it's because Doctor Who always leaves the brakes on. Yeah, well, I mean, there's been a few sort of no, planes. no. Yeah. I I you that wee wee thing. Uh, yeah, that, it's oh, be, yeah, yeah, because it's yes, yeah, he leaves the brakes on. Right there, you go. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> wow. Every day's a school day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. And okay, one more. No, no, it's not one more. I do have one comment I want to make. After watching these series of Doctor Who's, I'm going to ask you right now, Trevor, and I guarantee you, any Doctor Who fan would agree with me. How the fuck? Do you not like Buckaroo Banzai? I, I, well, I have nothing against Buckaroo No, Banzai. no, no. You couldn't stand. Now, I don't understand. That movie is made for people like yourself. I mean, I, I quite liked it. I mean, I remember no, the podcast. No. And, um, we have this uh, argument. I, 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 no, I'm not trying to bully into this, it, but my point is that it makes no sense how you did not like. I mean, mm. that is literally... One big Doctor Who episode. Yeah, no, no, I, I know what you're saying, but uh, I, I don't know. I think I, I would have to watch it again. You know what I mean? And there would have to be maybe with the Doctor Who stuff, it's just because it's been with me so, for so long, like all my life. Um, it's you know there, there's that emotional connection there, and maybe I didn't quite have that with Buckaroo Banzai. 
But I, I know what you're saying. I remember the podcast. I remember saying that, you know, I, I, that I, I liked it uh, in certain aspects. And I, I got what they were trying to do. But I just wasn't on board with it, if that makes sense. All right. Um, okay, fair enough. Yep. So, all right. So, we're here. We're, ta- we're here. Right now we're talking about the program, the episode. Yep. So, we got three doctors. Matt Smith, David Tennant, and John Hurt. Yes. We got Clara back, Jenna Coleman. We yes. got Billy Piper and yep. a bunch of other things. No big deal. Um, kind of a simple cast, which which I like. And uh, so it, Billy Piper, they the helicopter takes the TARDIS. Yes. Why didn't the TARDIS, if he's panicking so much, why didn't he just time warp? Uh, because he, he fell out of it. Um, I know. saw that, but he could have... Yeah, he, he could have just got. Yeah, I know. I think it was just done basically for a comedic sort of opening. Yeah. You know? Okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So people know Doctor Who exists. Yes. That, oh, that, that was, okay. So this no, is no, the, no, 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 not everyone. That's unit. They're a secret, um, like government sort of military organization, who um have been working with the Doctor since basically the nineteen sixties with the Patrick Troughton Doctor and but especially the John Pertwee Doctor. Um, who he used to work with, and the um, it, it was a recurring character who was one of the main cast was uh, back in the seventies, well actually from the late sixties was Brigadier Gordon Lethbridge Stewart, who was like the Doctor's best friend, but he was like this sort of pompous army guy, but that's his daughter, so it is. Okay, so they're you know, like who, the, uh, like, like the M one six, M I six, whatever. Yes, yes, they're like the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they investigate alien attacks usually on Britain, you know. See a uh, little Tom Baker scarf. Yes, yes. On the, on the assistant. Yeah. Um, and he says, yeah. "Nice scarf." Did you see see the male assistant? Did you um, the no. guy from from Northern Ireland? No. Uh, McKillop. McKillop. You call him? No. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, he. I went to school with him. John Joe O'Neill. He's from West Belfast. Nice, nice guy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Your besties with the assistant guy in Doctor Who. McKillop, yeah. <laughs> um, now we introduced this oil painting, this oil painting, which I thought was kind of clever, where yeah. it's 3D. So yes. it's a nice shot when they go into the painting, the camera goes in and you go into the painting and it's 3D, but everything looks like it's been painted. Yes. Um, and then you see a, a, a solo figure in there. That solo figure is going to be the John Hurt character. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see him... Uh, spray paint or shoot out the words no more which yeah. we never knew what that meant until the very very end which is a clever little twist they give us mm-hmm. um, which we'll dive into at the end there but these dialect things yes they're stupid I can't st- these are stupid they're fucking I mean just find stairs you know <laughs> or, or, or I mean I'm sorry these but they things- can fly now and let me ask I mean there's really no threat in Doctor Who is there well, at the, I mean, these things are pretty. Shoot them, got them. Uh, look, you know what it was? There was a serious lack of budget when Doctor Who first came out in the 60s. And, you know, this was this was like the early to mid-1960s. There, there was lack of budget, you know. Um, and, you know, it was, you know, early not, days of well, TV. Not now. Yes, I know. But, but they have them sort of um, now. But because they were so beloved back then, 
and um, they've sort of brought them back. So I suppose there is a nostalgia factor there. But they they can fly now, so they can't go upstairs and stuff. Uh, and they're basically the the the, the, the Dalek are based on the Nazis. So they were, you know, because they're like they want to create like this perfect race, uh, you know, like that, uh, like themselves, basically in their own image. You know, and um, the, their creator was a mad scientist called Davros. I mean, again, this is all you're going into the back history and stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, look, you know what I mean? I can understand people coming and dating and saying, what the fuck? These are basically just pepper pots, you know? Um, just update them. The, the shirt, yeah, but 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 um, basically, but yeah, th- there would be like a huge like outcry if they changed the look of the day. I guess, I guess. Yeah, what you're saying is because it was the 50s, Star Trek kind of did that the same. Even yeah. the new Star Treks, yeah, they cleaned up the effects and make them look a little cooler. But at the end of the day, they never changed the shape of the sh- of the ship. They never changed yes. you know, the phasers. You know, everything kind of stayed the same. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to mess with tradition. Or yeah, exactly. The, or the original. Um, Although with Star so. Trek, they did, um, in the original series of Star Trek, the Klingons are just um, basically actors with um, brown makeup on their faces. Um, over the years, the racism. Them. Yeah, well, 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 well ra- what racism against Klingons? <laughs> uh, but yeah, but uh, but over the years, they give them, you know, those fucking Mars bar heads and stuff, you know, like, <laughs> the, that um, Worf has. You oh, know, I like things. those. I like Klingons. So, yeah, Klingons yeah. are vicious. They're awesome. Oh yeah, I, I like Klingons. I like Worf. Yeah, yeah. So we got. We got. We should jump into Star Treks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Undiscovered yeah, country, underrated gem. I'm 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 a fan of Star Trek as well, though. Yeah. Oh, Undiscover oh, oh, Country's great. David Warner and all that. Yeah. Oh, great cast. Christopher Plummer. Yeah. The yeah. bad Klingon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Pretty good. So we flash back to John Hurt now because we're in the painting. Yes. John Hurt is there because uh, what's the planet called? Galdafine? Gallifrey. Gallifrey is where Doctor Who's from. Yes. All right. So in, and I remember that one from the one I watched. Uh, yes. Time of the Doctor because he mentions he wasn't leaving the town of Christmas behind because he did that with his other with his home planet and it was destroyed. So yeah. that's why he is in Christmas will not leave until his dying day protecting that small town. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Wow. But, look at that. You see him learning so much. Yeah, but but also it was during the Time War, which we see John Hurt fighting in, which was the you know the, the great the last great Time War type thing. The backstory certainly um, within the um, sort of you know the more modern series of Doctor Who, um, the the big thing that the, the Doctor's guilt was always because to end the Time War he had to commit genocide on um, his own people, the entire pl- he massacred his own people, the entire planet, God, it's along, just, it's along like- with the Daleks. Just like Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Tatooine. Alderaan. Oh, Alderaan, is yes. Is Alderaan? Sorry. Well, yes. that was Darth Vader just being a douche. Ah, uh, well, this is the Doctor who's the hero, you know? Yeah. Um, Actually, it wasn't Darth Vader. It was, it was Peter Cushing. <laughs> oh, that's right, because Peter Cushing was the one in charge. Yes, that's right. I keep forgetting Grand that. Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting about good old Peter. Yeah. All right, so... We, yeah, so we're so John Hurt then st- takes this little box, and this box has a woman. Um, yes, they really love their woman assistants here, don't they? Oh, do well, well, they always have done. It was uh, back in the day, whenever these things were a bit more acceptable. Um, the the sexy assistants were there. Um, Doctor Who, the program was for the kids, but the sexy assistants were there to keep the dads interested. 
you know. So in, instead of uh, a box or, or a computer talking, it generates this form. Yes, and it tells them, and he she pretty much tells him uh, what the device is for. Yes. Um, so when he opens that device, John Hurt, yeah, that causes the two wormholes to open. Is that correct? Um. Yeah. The I believe the the moment as the sort of like the doomsday bomb was called, um, basically caused these rifts to show the doctor, the John Hurt doctor, <coughs> the man he will become, i.e., um, Matt Smith and David Tennant. Uh, I would say as well regarding the moment Billy Piper playing it. Um, Billy Piper was brought back because she was a big fan favorite. She was the assistant as Rose Tyler of the Christopher Eccleston Doctor and also the David, especially the David Tennant Doctor. So um, <coughs> she was brought back as a. Um, I think I think what it is the bomb the moment explains that um, I've come back as a familiar face, but it got its. It got instead of coming back as a past self that he would have remembered to John Hurt, it got it mixed up and came back as a future face, i.e. Rose Tyler, Billy okay. Piper. All right, so, so that still doesn't answer my question. <laughs> what is your question? <laughs> Doctor Who, pretty much the Matt Smith Doctor Who and Clara are in they're like the Tower of London, and they're yes. in the bottom basement. Where they have all these hidden from Queen Elizabeth days, yes. All because Queen Elizabeth knew about Doctor, which we'll find out was David Tennant, yes. Um, and John Hurt is in future during the downfall of the home planet, yes. So he opens this box. For some reason, the box knows to go to fifteen sixty two, Elizabeth the yes. first time, and to. Uh, modern London, because yeah, they because the box knows that's where the two people that can assist him better is that what that's for? That's right. You get I'm getting confused. No, no. The, the box is basically um, because he is sort of he feels he feels terrible and he wants to. He basically says he has no intent. John Hart says he has no intention of surviving the um the bomb he wants to die basically but die for good not not regenerate so the box decides to show him the man he will become the the box the box is basically has its own conscience but at the but it's good and it's trying to stop him from using it's at the bomb you know what i mean oh now that explains it so yes. the box is doing the box is giving him those two out to wormholes because yes. these are the two that can help that you Yes, but so also the box uh, is making the call. Well, the box is trying to push him in the right direction. So yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I gotta say one thing. Yeah, these zycons are fucking pussies. <laughs> the zycons. Whatever the zycon, they are the most harmless fucking things on the planet, and they're stupid. Right, right. The, the, again, it's a call back to the, the, the they were nineteen seventies um, sort of monsters. So it's it's a tip of the hat to the past, their appearance in this episode, um, and it's they were very popular. Tom Baker fought them um, in the um, serial Terror of the Zygons. Uh, look, I know you know coming into it as not a Doctor Who fan, you're going to say, yeah, that's just a man in a in a costume. No, you know, no, I don't. And I'm fair. I like corny effects. I'm okay with that. And they're, they're yeah. actually, the effects were fine. I have everything against the effects. Yeah. Um, 
I know it's within the budget. They only have, even though this program has been around since for fifty years, there's only 111 episodes, so they don't have, like you said, it's an expensive show to reproduce. There's so, about 900 odd episodes. What's what? What was I reading for the 111? That's a new series from a come back in 2005. Overall, there's over 900 episodes. Oh, shit. Okay. That must have been like Tom Baker's time or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's yes. what I read. All right. Okay. But no, I, I nothing against the facts. I think they're fun enough. I mean, it's X-Files, yeah. you know, that's cool. But yeah. what I mean, they're just stupid. I mean, if I could, if Zycone came in here right now, I'd be like, oh, fuck, not these guys again. And it'd be like... God. They're not the most threatening of monsters. Yeah, yeah I mean, come on. I, you, need to be, you need more threat here. Because at the end of the day, everything's yeah. spoon-fed to the doctors. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are geniuses, man, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, the assistants with wearing the Tom Baker scarf and Clara are the ones who solve everything, pretty much. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's... Yeah. Am I wrong? Uh, the whole yeah, time, the doctors kept every, when they were when right. They were, you know what it is, right? See, back in the um, original series, um, the, the original series um, is considered by some people, some quarters, to be sexist because the assistants were just basically used to run around. They were basically just screaming and used to get captured by the monsters or the evil villain, and the doctor had to save them. So in the new series, they have made the assistants more sort of rounded characters in and of themselves so they're actually smart as well they're not just sexy you know um so it's basically um they've more modernized the assistants so that they're quite sort of clever too whereas in the past which has been accused of sexist you know being sexist because they were just used to run about screaming and get chased by up corridors by monsters and the doctor had to save them so that's why Clara and all has more of a sort of more of a role, if you know what I mean. Well, I think what I was saying in the beginning, they're so mad at the doctors, and they're always arguing with each other. Yes. Um, when you got three egos in the room, it took yeah. the two girls to kind of say, "Shut the fuck up! This is what's happening." <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then the whole Queen Elizabeth thing I thought was stupid. To be honest with you, when Queen Elizabeth fights off the the uh, the Zycone, by herself again. Yeah. That's my point. They're no threat. Um, I would like to. I I know the the main part of the story is the uh, justification of destroying an entire planet. Yes. Or mm-hmm. and so that's the more threat. That's what they're really dealing with, rather than the little side pieces. Yeah. But you need something more threatening. I'm sorry. I just don't think these things are not. And then you have the little scene of the C three POs. Um, what do they call it? Cyber Zone? Cyberman? Cyberman. Uh, put those guys in. Those guys seem to be more threatening. It was them. Yeah. I, I would, or, or just the Daleks, you know, because the Daleks uh, are. Oh, yeah. Well, the Daleks would, actually, that does make more sense because the Daleks would be in the paintings or something. Yes. Because something comes out of the paintings, we see. Yeah. Right? And yeah. The, but those are the, uh, the Cyclones who are in the paintings. They put the ones who come out. They use the paintings to pop out for this time to take over London. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's no offense, these guys aren't taking over a fucking blockbuster <laughs> video. Right? It's, okay. <laughs> these guys are fucking useless. <laughs> yeah, I would have, there could well have been a bigger threat there. I, I, I'll give you that, yeah. So, at the end of the day, there's a good speech where, where, they talk about uh, John Hurt makes the comment 
they're trying to think what to do. Yeah. And then they realize we we need to calm down here. And then I think it's Matt Smith who says, wait a minute. Oh, no. It was Clara or the robot, the, the hologram lady, Billy Piper. Yes, who yes. Who says, guys, three minds are better than one. Mm-hmm. I have something like that. And there's three of they you. realize yeah. there's three of us. We could t- yeah. easily, t- I mean, no offense, they can easily take them, just them. But it's one person. What do you think three of them will do? Yeah. So that's where th- that mentality comes. So they decide they're going to use all the doctors because you see it in the flashback in black and white, the original. Yes. The original, yeah. the original 11. They're all in these little images. So all of them are going to get back together and do a time warp and move the planet. And if they're going to move the planet, as the dialects are shooting on the planet, they'll end up shooting themselves. Yes. Because the planet has moved. Yeah. They put it into a pocket universe. And by them doing that, though, they'll kind of lose where the planet is. Mm-hmm. So that could be in probably maybe in future series or something. Yeah. Well, well it's addressed. Yeah. And actually, that next one you watched, you know, with the, um, the time of the Doctor. Yeah. But he talks to him in the time of the Doctor that he destroyed his planet. Yes. So, uh-huh. how or he was just referencing that he once had to destroy his planet, but he didn't. Yes, but because of time, yes, we, he still did it, but they still fix, they fixed okay, it. Okay, they fixed one. it, but initially he did do it. Yes, yes, okay, that's what he was saying. Um, so when they do the crossfire thing, that's done, and then you got the real nice cameo by Tom Baker. Yes, who is that? The curator of the uh, museum. He's he's, uh, he's like a future doctor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's the one, not Clara, I got that wrong. He's the one who says in the beginning where you saw the the paint had the fall of, what's the planet called again? Gallifrey uh, Falls, yeah. Uh, yeah, he says the fall of that, that place you said. <laughs> Gallifrey. call it Mars, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the fall of Mars, all right? <laughs> but then he says, don't forget the words that he put on the, on the, on the wall, no more. Yes. So it was foreshadowing. Yes, Gallifrey Falls no more. Yeah, that's what it was. It's going to be. Uh, that's what it meant. The no more part. And that's why yes. it comes kind of full circle from the beginning, and it yeah. ends with Tom Baker, which I think is quite nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, giving him the proper send off because I don't know the show that well as much as you do, but I'm going to assume him being one of the longest run is ten years. He's oh, he's probably the, the most doctor. popular. He's probably yeah. the most popular. Yeah, especially in the U.S. So you know. Um, if, if you asked any sort of um, American sort of fan, you know, or any American person, well, what do you know about Doctor Who or who's the Doctor? They'll say Long Scarf, Tom Baker, you know. Well, there you go. Yep. Doctor Who. What did it? <laughs> so all you bastards out there who, who root for Trevor. Good, Trevor. <laughs> go get him. Go get him. You better Kira, appreciate me doing this. Kira, more importantly... Honestly, what did you think of it? Uh, not for me. Um, it's well, maybe it is. I, I don't know. I, 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 it's not crap. Um, it's. I mean, obviously, you've got talent here, especially mm-hmm. with. I know David Tennant's work. I know Matt Smith's work, and I certainly know John Hurt's work. Yeah. Um, uh, Billy Piper and Jenna Comer are newbies to me, but. Uh, at the beginning of this podcast, we talked about the actors who played Doctor Who and who went on to do great things. Yes. Um, so, and I could, you know, so I could, I would, I wouldn't, I make fun of it just because I can. Yeah, cause we bind each other up. I'm going to yeah. make fun of it because I don't like Trevor. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was all right. It wasn't bad. What what I did like about it, listen, what I thought the effects were were fun. Um, yeah. They're not going to be fucking Star Wars and stuff because they don't have the money for that. That's not what yeah. they, you know they're not going to do that. Um, I do like the fact everything's it's smart, but it's dumbed down. And what I mean by that, every episode you can you can kind of jump in. If you guys want to jump into Doctor Who, watch Time of the Doctor, the one I watched, the Christmas one, and then you'll know everything about Doctor Who. Yeah, that's yeah. how it works. So it's not like you have to catch up like Marvel. We got to watch fucking nine hundred different shows yeah. to, to see one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're fair to their audience like that. Um, they treat they treat their audience smartly, but they can also but at the same time dumb it down. If that makes any sense. No, I know what you mean. It, it, it's still accessible. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. They they don't overstay their welcome. They're fifty three minutes long or something like that. So it's not offensive. Uh, I do think at this point in time, fifty years later, they need better better villains. Uh, I'm sorry, the dialects and the fucking cyber zone, whatever the fuck they're called, they're stupid. <laughs> get rid of them. You know, give give us new creep. Give us something. More threatening. Give well, us Stephen, Stephen Moffat, um, um, who who wrote those episodes that you watched. Um, he did um, create some great villains, the Weeping Angels, um, which are I like uh, them. Are those yes. the stone things? Yeah, the, the statues cr- that only move whenever you're not watching them. Yeah, um, those yeah, are creepy. The, that was that was in the beginning of uh, uh, do- uh, Time of the Doctor. Yes, yes. The Weeping Angels, pl- and then there's the Silence. You know those big, tall, skinny guys with like the scream faces. You know, they, they, they were quite good as well. Um, Stephen Moffat created them. So, yes, he did bring back, uh, or well, he didn't not, not bring back, but he did create some very quite iconic and genuinely threatening villains for the series, but especially the Weeping Angels. Um, yeah, so, you know, it, I won't get, never get back. I'll never get into it because, you know, there's just too many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can understand why people who like Red Dwarf, for example, or Star Trek or yeah. even X-Files would really enjoy this because it seems to have the same core audience. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I can appreciate what it is. It's it's not my cup of tea, but I'm still going to hold my own. I'm shocked you don't like Buckaroo Banzai. I, I don't dislike Buckaroo no, Banzai. No, dude, listen to the podcast. I am shocked. You, you ripped the movie to shreds. And I'm sh- I can't believe... We had this argument when we watched Buckaroo Banzai when, when we did it. And I listened to the podcast. And I was like, ah, I'm going to come. I'm going to I'm just... I just don't. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I have a personal connection to Doctor Who. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But yeah. uh, there we have it, people. Doctor Who. Kieran did it. Do, does this mean I'm now, I'm now no longer allowed to reference Doctor Who on no. the other podcasts ever, ever again? <laughs> you a can't. Bomb. You can't say anything. Matter of fact, we can no longer do David Tennant and Matt Smith stuff. <laughs> what about John Hurt? Um, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's got some good stuff out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something different, guys. Than rather than doing, you know, go tackle TV. And it's actually yeah. a good way because we maybe we will tackle TV. There's some great episodes about the X Files. I wouldn't mind touching. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. There's one called Home. That yes, was banned yes. in the U.S. Yes, once it's it basically it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah, with Mulder it, and Scully. It aired yeah. once in the U.S. and then it was pulled. Yeah, um, I remember it well. 
finally got released in a box set. Now it's the norm. But yeah. I was shocked when I saw it. And then you've got the uh, Skinny Man who goes through the vents and yes. some fun the episodes. Yeah. yeah. So we can do TV and just talk about some different episodes of yeah. you know, go back to Quantum Leap or the Night Stalker or even Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have some fun with that. This was kind of like a launching pad to see if it could be done. Yeah. So uh, well, there you have it. We're going to wrap this one up, people. I, I would just like to say before we go, uh, Doctor Who is 60 years old um, and basically just uh, around a week's time. So happy 60th birthday, Doctor Who. <laughs> there you go. We got the Simpsons. So that's 35, I think. So <laughs> we're getting there. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. There you go. Uh, listen, guys, give us a shout-out if you like this Doctor Who uh, little uh, mini. It was kind of a retrospective. We did two two of them, so that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, uh, give it, Give us a shout at CitizenFrame underscore podcast and on Instagram, but, of course, Facebook. Uh, we appreciate you checking us out. Uh, downloads have picked up, as usual. Um, and uh, we promise in the near future we're going to be doing some revamp. I keep saying revamping and stuff, but we're getting there, baby steps. I think what's going to happen is it's going to happen all in one day. Everyone's going to be thrown off. Yeah, but um, that's the way these things go sometimes. Exactly. It's all about money and sponsorship and so forth. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, guys. And next up, that's right, number five is alive. Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> so we're going to watch a little short circuit one and two in a double feature retrospective. So it'll be an all-in-one. So uh, look forward to that. You guys, take care of yourselves. Have a good one. Woo! <laughs>